0: All right. God's good. I'm excited. God's got a good word for us tonight. Yeah, He definitely does. And I just want to say, you know, last week, uh, the, actually, the first scripture I'm going to share with you just came out of um, out of Wednesday night because uh, we, we went off to Manchester just to, you know, do a ten day of prayer meeting. Ten days of prayer meeting, and so, yeah. You know, our worship team got to be with another young man who was worshiping there, and uh, I don't know what happened to me. I, I'm just, a, a, to me. I know there was heavy glory in the place, but I, my flesh was on fire, and all oh, my skin was cold. Something was happening in the spirit, and I said, God, what was that? He said, you just get ready, because things are about to happen that you, you know, I've, you haven't seen anything yet. And I'm like, I'm, you know what? You should be afraid of that. It's a good place to be. I'm even more afraid because I didn't know what to do with myself. I got up there, I had something planned, but didn't quite come out that way. And that's good because I was more drunk and messed up in the spirit of God than, than I... Anyway. But I'm telling you this. I'm going to read this scripture to you and, and we'll just get going into what... But I want to talk to you about becoming mature sons because today is the day you're going to become a, a, a son. And this is not a gender this is not a gender issue you're called to be sons of God don't be offended by that ladies right you're called to be sons mature sons we owe sons that's mature that means you're ready to do whatever God says so I'm just gonna read this out of Job 26 by his breath and I'm reading out the amplified all night except for a couple scriptures but by his breath the heavens are cleared Just by the breath of God, the heavens are cleared. Is that powerful? I don't even have to read anymore. That's it. You go home. That's all you need. No, seriously. Because the presence of God, the breath of God clears everything. It moves everything. It'll move everything out of the way. Right? And his hands have pierced swiftly the fleeing serpent. So everywhere the enemy's trying to mess with you and slither around you, God's voice comes and his breath comes and just, just totally wipes out the enemy. Do you know that? You have to know that. You have he has no authority, he's a creative being. People post posting things, you know, where we're comparing the devil to, to God. There's no match, guys. There's no match. God is God, that's it. There is no other. You got it? You got to get that. Then the next verse says, yet these are just the fringes of his ways, mere samples of his power. (laughs) That means you ain't seen nothing yet. That God can speak a word, can blow his breath, and the devil flees. Why? Because he's a created being and God's the creator, so there is no match. And the faintest whisper of his voice, who can contemplate the thunder of his full, mighty power? Come on, somebody. There's this something that God's going to do in your life if you just let him, if you just open yourself up to him, that it would be so full and so mighty that you can't stop it. How many? Some of us want to stop it. I'm telling you, God's not going to stop. He only stops when you tell him to stop. I'm learning this more and more, I want him to just overtake me and then I go, ah, you meet my flesh, I can't handle it. We should have the fear of the Lord, not in a bad way, in an awe that when he comes, something absolutely is going to change and happen in our lives because we can't stand, like you can't stand to be away from him, yet you don't want too much of him. And I'm telling you, the Lord is wanting us to be those sons that can handle everything he's got. Every single bit of what he has, he wants to deliver to us. And he doesn't want us to walk away. There's something that he wants to do. You know, I, had a, I woke up with this little split. It was, it was weird. It was like a little social media dream. <laughs> it was strange because I don't really dream much. But it, I woke a little, I slept a little long, a lot long. I don't usually do that. And all of a sudden, this word, uh, dear ones, came up in my, in my sleep, just like, a, like an Instagram post. And the A was capitalized in dear. This was Saturday morning. And the Holy Spirit began to speak to me and said, There are a few things I want you to see. I had, had a list of a few people on there that were tagged, which was strange. It was a couple of people I haven't seen in a while. And then it was myself and another minister. And that doesn't even matter. But the A, the extenuating A, does mean something. Because His dear ones, because you look it up and, just look it up in Webster's, What's dear ones mean? It means His beloved. Who is His beloved? That would be you. Yes. That would be me. And He's calling us to awaken, to accelerate, and to activate. There's three things he's calling us to to awaken, accelerate, and activate. And the body of Christ has been called to do this for a long, long time. We lost it somewhere in the 60th year after Jesus left. Come on, book of Acts. And God's wanting to reestablish himself and his people, right? And the Lord's calling us from the sidelines to the front lines. Do you know that? Ruth chapter 2. What does Ruth chapter 2 say? I don't know. We'll look at it later. <laughs> no, it was when, he, when Ruth meets Boaz and, and, she says, and he says to her, you know, you, you come out to the field and I'll have people put down harvest right before you. You'll glean from everyone else's harvest. And so God's calling you up front. How many want to be up front? You shouldn't want to be. Ah, sorry. Uh, That was tricky. tricky. No, I know your heart. I'm only kidding. I'm telling you, God's calling us forward, right? And so he's calling the church to be mature sons. It's extremely important that the church matures. That's on his priority list, that the church would mature, right? Right? Can I tell you, the devil, the devil hates mature sons. Why? Because mature sons will do everything that their father says. Mature sons don't question what Papa has to say, and they'll just do stuff because God said to do it, and they don't care about what man says. They'll just do it. And so here's what God's going to do. He's calling us out of a place of immaturity into complete maturity. Well, the Bible says I already have all things. Yes, but are you walking in all things? And will you just do something? Like I was struggling in the mall this week. right? Saturday, Tori and I went off to to just, I went to go buy clothes, I'll confess. I had $100 in gift certificates, and I'm like, wow, I can go spend some clothes money. I can go buy a couple nice shirts. Without a fail, I didn't get them anyway. Well, I got two other things, but I, bu- I spent money instead of using the coupons. See that? It's messed up. But the reality is this. I, we, get, we get to this spot, and Tori wants to go into another store that I don't want to go into. So I said, I'll just wait here. But I saw a guy struggling, you know, and he was really walking slow. He's an older gentleman, and I mean, he was really walking slow. Like, he could barely, he was kept grabbing the, right? and I'm hovering. I'm hovering. Now I'm waiting. And I'm waiting and I'm like, god, what am I doing? He's like, just do it. I'm like, oh, here comes his family. I'm not going to do it right now. <laughs> so the family comes up, talks to his daughter. He gives, you know, he was carrying these grandson's stuff and he was, I mean, he was really struggling. Like it took him like a good 5 minutes to get from here to there to the pulpit. I mean, he had, and he was suffering from a stroke, and I knew it, because I could just tell by how his body was. Didn't take discernment, guys. I didn't need a word of knowledge for that. I've seen enough people suffering from strokes that I know if someone's suffering from a stroke. But he could not move. Like, he could, I don't even know why he didn't have a cane. Like, I'm thinking to myself, why didn't he have a cane? Right? Like, I'm just thinking that way. Like, even if you're, even if you're you know, incapacitated a little bit, you're going to have something to help you walk, so he didn't, and so I finally walk over to him, I said, sir, you want some help? Because I was just going to help him, of course, I had a plan, and he said, no, no, I said, what's going on with your body? I said, looks like you're suffering, you know, from from, from paralysis from a stroke, and he said, yeah, that's what happened, and I said, well, can I pray for you? He goes, yeah, but you know, when people say, yeah, they don't expect you to do it right then. So I have my hand on his shoulder. And I wish I could tell you he was all for it, but he wasn't. So I I just said to him, I go, I introduced myself. I go, what's your name? He said Andy. So let's just, we're going to pray for Andy for a minute. I said, my name's Miles. I just, you know, I said, I've seen God heal people that have suffered from paralysis and atrophy, atrophy from strokes. I said, mind if I pray for you right now? He said, no, I got to go. So I'm thinking, where's he going? He can't go anywhere. I said, I, I said, all right. So I'm, I'm letting him go because I'm not trying to, you know what I mean? He doesn't want me to pray. So I, I said, well, I just bless you. And I touched his, his shoulder. Now, this is weird because I don't even notice this stuff. But he went from either he was really afraid of me or now he could walk a little better. Because all of a sudden he's just started no, and I mean he was moving now. Now he's trying to get away from me. And so I say that, I say that to say, here, here's what I'm saying to you. Don't be afraid to engage, right? Whether he received healing or not, I don't know. Because as far as I'm concerned, I've got the glory of God on me, especially from my whole week, because I just knew I was bathed in glory. Come on, not because of me. It was because of God. And so when I went to touch his shoulder and I just held my hand on him, come on, Damon, you know the just let it soak, (laughs) right? Just let it soak. And so when it's soaking, something's happening. That's what I believe. And he just began to move a little faster. But regardless, regardless, regardless of what may or may not have happened, I'm not stipulating anything. I am saying this, when we engage with people, it's not about all of a sudden just going to people and then you talk to them for a long time and then at the end, you say, Jesus loves you and you run away and you close the door. You know what I mean? Because we don't want to do that. You want to engage with people because you have the kingdom of God inside of you. Because what happens is we move out of fear. I wasn't even going here tonight. But we move out of fear because we want to just, you want to give the gospel, but you don't want any responsibility to it. Uh Uh-oh. Right? I gave him the gospel. I did my duty, and I'm walking away. Whether they react or they respond. So anyway, Father, we just pray for Andy right now. Father, I just ask that, Father, you touch his life. Lord, you deliver him from, from every bit of addiction, anything in his life, Father. And Lord, I pray that you heal his body and that he'd know it was a moment that he got touched. And Lord, even spoken, even the spoken word over him. Father, I just thank you. Lord, let him him respond to you. It's not even about who touched him, because you touched him. And I thank you, God, so we pray for healing for his body. And Lord, a restoration of his whole entire being. In Jesus' name. So the Lord's calling us to maturity, right? And First John, chapter three, verse one, one through three, says, "Behold, what manner of love." Now, wait a minute. Behold, what does be- "behold" mean? It's not like "behold." All of a sudden, fix your gaze. It's a "behold." Fix your gaze with wonder and awe. Because all the time, I went to look up behold in the Bible and it's always just, look at this, behold, look at this, keep your eyes fixed. This is behold with wonder. What's the wonder? Let's read what the wonder is. What manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called what? Children of God. And therefore the world does not know us because it does not know him, beloved Now we are children of God, and it has not been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when, when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him, ready, purifies himself, just as he is pure. So what are we looking for? What are we looking for in mature sons First of all, you have to have an awe and a wonder because we get this amazing, isn't it? It's just like the the gospel I told you last week. It's the good news, but it's too good to be true. So the reality is you've been given this privilege to be sons of God, children of God. And God says, behold, wonder and awe are that. That you have to look at it like this. I have this amazing privilege and it's too good to be true because it is too good to be true. That God's given you this ability to be his son. It's a privilege. It's been given to you and it came to you freely. And so maturity comes out of the realization, wow. I'm all yours, God, tonight. I'm all yours, God. Every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, every single day, I'm all yours, and I've been called to be your child. Who's going to get a revelation of that? Who's going to receive the truth of that? Who's going to get something from the heaven that really brings the substance of who he is, that you're not just another person on the planet, you're God's son. You're God's daughter, I'll say it, right? Right? But mature sons receive something. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6. It's too good to be true. I promise you. It's way too good to be true. Yet we do speak wisdom among those spiritually what? Mature. I'm reading the Amplified. I'm going to have to memorize. And you know, we need to memorize the Word of God. Say, I can't do it. Don't say it. Come on, you can do it. Because what happens is when we hide the word in our hearts, I'm telling you, it bears fruit. And we think we don't we, We've got our, our smartphones. But the reality is, yes, you can have the word on you at any time. But when it's hidden in your heart, that's what David said. When I hide the word in my heart, it's going to bring lots of fruit inside out right the kingdoms moving inside out so say it because what how do we learn how do we learn we learn through repetition right you can do it I'm gonna do it I, I'm convicted this week because it's like I got words in my in my spirit but I don't know the fullness of it so I'm like Ugh. where is it I want to know where it is I want to pull it out of the air I want God to give it to me yeah I'm gonna ask for supernatural help I'm gonna cheat but that's okay. Because I want him to just, because if it's in the air, I can put it in my heart. Right? But God's going to speak to us in this way. So, yet we do speak wisdom among those who are spiritually ma- mature. Believers who are, who have what? The amplifier says, teachable hearts. Ah. and greater, And a greater understanding. That means you can't understand things on your own. It's going to be God teaching you, the Holy Spirit teaching you. Who's the best teacher in the room? Holy Ghost. If he by any way helped me or someone else teach, yay. But it's the Holy Ghost that's going to teach you. Because when the word hits you, something grabs it in your spirit, man. Right? Because the Holy Spirit's teaching you. But it's a higher wisdom, not the wisdom of this present age, nor the ruler or the leaders of this age who are passing away but we speak God's wisdom in a mystery. And the, mist, and the wisdom once hidden from men, but now revealed to us by God. By who? By God. It's revealed by God. To who? Mature sons. How am I grabbing something of substance from this word? I know it's on my screen. But how, do, how am I grabbing something of eternal value out of here? You need the God God of heaven to reveal it to you so that you can open the mysteries. And when you know the mysteries, you know how to break things off of people. You know how to speak the gospel and it changes people's lives. Because it's not just the word, it's the word inside of you flowing through you, because God has given it to you as a mature son, not that it won't happen before then, come on, but we're all maturing, but I am talking to you about entering into the fullness of your maturity. I didn't even finish. Which God has predestined before the ages to our glory, to lift us into the glory of his presence. What is that? that's ready. Father, I just pray that we grab it. Because sometimes I'm going to say things and it's going to go pew. But I declare right now that it doesn't bounce off your mind, that you take it in your spirit, man. Here's what it is. It's the, it's the wisdom being revealed to us. God's wisdom being revealed to us. Right? But how does it lift us? When we grab hold of, ready? Mature sons, grab hold of the wisdom of God. The Word of God and the wisdom that's in the Word. In the person of Jesus in the written word, in all manners of word. Are you hearing me? When we receive that, it what? Lifts us into glory. Into what kind of glory? The glory of his presence. And none of the rulers of this age recognized or, or understood this wisdom, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory, what does that mean? It goes back to the cross and it goes back to the gospel that I was talking to you about last week. The gospel is better news than you thought. It's the most amazing news on the planet. Just don't even watch the news anymore. Really? Because the glory of the Father is going to be revealed in a mature son, a weo son and daughter who's filled with the knowledge and the revelation and the glory of who he is so that they can release the truth of the gospel because it doesn't make sense to any principality that's why people have stuff over their minds because the god of this age comes right it talks about rulers of this age recognize and understood that if they had if they had understood that they would have never crucified jesus Because they would have been foiled right from the get-go. They, if they had known, if they had recognized it, and instead now, ready, here's a key, they're bringing this over the people. They're bringing this over people's minds. What's that? The wisdom. That's why when certain people you say something to them, they look like nobody's home. Right? And that's not a knock. It's like that's what you have to pray. When God, when you want to see people changed, because of the glory of God, this is what you're going to do. You're going to pray, God, let this come to me. I need maturity in my life because it's the mature sons that are going to unlock things and begin to release things. How to th- Listen, God wants to fill every church. Every church. Fill it. Full. But it's only going to come. It's only going to come it's only going to come, well, we could use gimmicks. I'm going to say this. There could, there's two ways it could come. I could, I could try and manipulate people. I could try and put on a good show. Or I could just preach the gospel in fullness, and all of a sudden, I, us, ready? Because it's not just going to be me doing the stuff. You guys are going to begin to do the things like Jesus did, right, if you're not already and when miracle signs, wonders start happening, it's not going to be because we have to make a platform for ourselves. Hello? And so let it be with every other church, right? That we have a pure heart that's looking for maturity. We want to move as the sons and, and daughters of God. And when that happens, you, can, you don't need a newscast. I like what Paul Cain said, it'll be on the news, W M R U will be over there. Or U-R-M, whatever it is. M-U-R. I don't even know the televisions up here. I know A-B-C, whatever. See? C- yeah. I'm telling you, whoever it is, they'll come with the cameras. Why? Because his wheelchair is emptying out. Somebody. It's because there's a revelation of who God is. And when God begins to move in that, Something begins to happen that's really, really, really going to blow people's minds. That's what I said. We ain't seen nothing yet. I'm telling you, we have not seen one thing yet. I don't care if I even think about the 40s and the 50s. As far as I'm concerned, we ain't seen nothing yet. Because when there's a pure flow of the presence of God, something absolutely magnificent is going to happen. Do you know we have unbelievable, almost... to unbelievable promises all throughout the Bible all throughout the New Testament Ephesians is full of them Colossians is full of them do we believe them? that's where the mature son and daughter come that when something's spoken of them I am an ambassador of Christ and we'll get that into that in a minute but we've been focused on God's power and the Holy Spirit has something better to reveal through the church. And it's God's presence and glory. Are you hearing me? It says this. I just went over this, but it's now revealed to us by God. It's revealed to us by God, not man. Right? To lift us into his glorious presence. I already said all this. And so presence and authority bump power. It trumps power. Are you hearing me? Presence and authority bumps power. Why? Can I just tell you this? This one statement. I think it's Romans 16. It says, The God of peace... soon crush Satan under our feet. Doesn't sound like power. Sounds like authority. Because the God of peace, the God of peace, that means that when the enemy comes to you, you're walking in such peace or when a demon comes up and begins to manifest himself, it's not about you shouting the demon out. Or are you rebuking sickness off of someone? Because some of us think that if, the more charismatic we are, the more the devil's going to go. I don't believe that. If I get my my faith thing on and start rebuking the devil, it's going to go. No, no, it's the God of peace, the presence of God in your life and on you, that when you begin to act, actually just move it. This is why I said. You can touch someone, you don't, why should you have to say something even? It's funny, I was looking, I was watching that old William Branham stuff and he'd just begin to speak stuff and he's kinda corny, you know? But full stadium, thousands of people, why? Because he had something on his life. And so he's speaking to the crowd and then he's speaking words of absolute revelation, knowledge people, where the street they live on, what state they came from, all that good stuff. That's good gay God. But then he just does this. Do you believe that, that the Lord Jesus is here with me? Yes, I do. Good. Be healed and walk away. No one falling down. None of the charismatic crazy. Not the, Listen, I'm all for crazy. I've said it. I like crazy. I invite crazy. But what I'm saying is it was just authority because he walked in it right and so if that's that should be the floor hello that should be the floor which we we step on and go up higher than that who's there come on someone you better be chasing me come on i don't have to go there So God's looking for what? He's looking for sons and daughters that can take over the family business. What's the family business? Going about doing good. Healing all those who are sick and oppressed of the devil. That's the family business, right? And why, why is the message of sonship, true sonship important? Because I'm telling you the devil hates it. I know he does. Why? I started thinking about this because he was the one to bring utter rebellion and, and was kicked out. He was homeless. Am I right? So where did the orphan spirit come from? It came right from hell. I promise you. And it's every place where we we feel deficit in our lives, and we don't look at the glory of God working in our lives. And here's what God's saying: I want you to see me in all things that I'm working in you, right? Good will to do His good pleasure. That's what He's going to do. That's what His purpose is in your life. It's His will to do His good pleasure in your life, and though we fight it, (laughs) it's real simple, guys. It's really crazy. The more I read, the more simple it is. But we think it's really, really hard. We think it's really difficult to follow after the Lord. Well, you can't, you, if you want to save your life, it is. But if you just don't care and you want to lose your life, it's okay. But most of us are in saving our things and self-preservation and all that stuff. So we don't want to give our lives over to Jesus. Why would I change my lifestyle if I can do, have Jesus and, and do this? I'm good. I'm going to glory. I'm going to glory. Why would I change any style, anything that I do, right? So hell hates the message of sonship. And there's a ring and a robe that God wants every one of us to have, right? The ring speaks of authority, and it also speaks of identity, because you need to know who you are. And it's, God's given you authority to receive that thing from him, because you're a child of God and you're an heir. And you've been taking over the family business. You should be taking over the family business. I'm taking over the family business. Come with me. Right? And the robe speaks of royalty. Because you've been called as a priest. You've been called as a royal king. Right? James 2.5 says this. Listen, my beloved brothers and sisters. Has not God chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith, and as believers to be heirs of the kingdom which he's promised to those who love him. Heirs. What does an heir mean? That means everything that was given to the one before me is given to me. Is that right? Are we confused about that? I think the church is confused about that. I have to be honest. The wor- Listen, the word of a king has power. And you're the son of a king, and so you... But you're also called a king. Mm -hmm. You've been called as kings and priests. Right? And the priest settles conflict. So that means you're, you're perfect for resolving all kinds of things. If that's who you are. Do you know who you are? And stewarding the presence of God. Because priests steward God's presence. We keep God with us, and we give him to the people. Yes? You don't let him go. You don't turn him on and off. He doesn't have an on and off switch. It's always God in full on. But some of us like God in moderation. Hello. So you're really, really, you want to think of it this way? You're half owners of the universe. I promise you read Read Hebrews one through, chapters one through six. That's homework. You're a half owner of the universe. Ha! I told you it was too good to be true. I told you it was too good to be true. God wants us to understand this so we can start acting like it. What did I say last week? Something has to happen on the inside for me to walk it out. Because when the kingdom begins to be formed on the inside of me, I begin to walk kingdom on the outside. And I don't I don't miss what God's doing because I'm always on. Like full on. Like all the way on, crank it up, God, let's go. And God's taking you from what? Being a servant to a friend. But you're always a servant but now you're his friend. And so he wants us to take that and understand that as we're friends, we're now sons. And you're always a servant, but you're always called to have an intimate knowledge and an intimate life with him, with Jesus, right? Ready? So I had to go to Romans 8 again. I know we did it last week, but I gotta go back to Romans 8 because I can't talk about sonship without talking about Romans 8. But Romans 8, verse 14 says this, For all who are, who are allowing themselves, allowing themselves, oh, allowing themselves. This came up today. I, have you ever seen that before? Or maybe it's for me looking at the Amplified today. Allowing themselves. Who's allowing themselves? To be led by the Spirit of God. I know, I didn't finish the sentence. But are you allowing yourself to be led by the Spirit of God? That means that there's more of God wanting you to follow and chase after Him. It's all there, man. I promise you, it's all there. It's all there. God's waiting for sons and daughters to be ones that chase, that don't hold back. Come on, some of you drive like crazy people, me included a little heavy on the pedal not my wife she's safe that means what if you're doing that in the natural it should be full on with God right that's what I'm saying just put the pedal down and let's go let's go no safe drivers in this church come on no safe drivers. No tickets. Come on. We rebuke that in Jesus' name. Oh, boy. What did I do? For all. So I can't even get through one part of this. For all those who are allowing themselves to be led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of slavery, leading again to fear of God's judgment. But you have received a spirit of adoption. What did I say that was? That was a spirit of acceptance that you are accepted in the beloved that you are his dear ones awakening accelerating come on but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons the spirit producing sonship which by we which, which we joyfully cry, Abba, Father, right? I told you what that meant last week, too. It meant Papa. It meant God. It meant Daddy, right? The Spirit Himself testifies and confirms together with our spirit, assuring us, the Spirit of God assures us that as believers we are, what, again, children of God. That's second time in Scripture. John said it. Paul's saying it. How many believe it? And if we are children, then we are His. Heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, sharing His spiritual blessings and and inheritances, if we indeed share in His suffering also. And I talked about that last week. But identity theft goes back to Adam, doesn't it? so let there be no identity theft in this place let God always keep you in a place where you understand and know who you are in him because the power and the presence of God will keep you if you continue to what allow yourselves allow yourselves to be led by the spirit I'm telling you guys the fight is the flesh and the spirit the fight is the flesh we want to, nah, I don't want to go, it's late, nah, it's, you know, it's a good day, it's a nice day, why should I go to K.A.? It's not just K.A., it's anything else, you know? It's like when we want to go do things, and they're going to nourish our spirits, and we want to be obedient to God, and I'm not talking about just going to church, but doing things like like I was saying about in the mall, I'm kind of hovering, I'm waiting, I'm like, God, when, now, yeah, any time now, any time, just do it, Right? And it's not about striving and doing evangelism either. Are you hearing me? There's all a balance to this whole thing. When you are led by the Spirit of God, you are a son of God, and you hear the Father's voice. That's why I said, oh, I didn't say it. I said it Wednesday, but John 5.19, right? What does 5.19 said? I only do what I see the Father doing. That's the red letters. That's what Jesus said. And if Jesus modeled it, then I need to model it. And I'm talking real fast as usual so I'll slow down you know what an heir is? an heir what Miles? an heir is a lawful, rightful owner lawful, rightful, owner ready? I already said this but I'll say it again anything the first heir has and is given It's given to the second heir, isn't it? It should be. We don't have dysfunctional family in the kingdom. You hearing me? So if you have dysfunctional family and things got messed up and you didn't get an inheritance, that's not God's fault. You just, God's got something else. Right? He's going to make provision in another way. So the reality is, as sons and daughters of God, we're heirs. We receive all things from the Father. Right, if I receive everything from God, then I lack absolutely nothing. Right, because we're going to get that into that in a second. But you have made, you've been made a senior partner <laughs> in the Kingdom Firm. Yes, everyone say yes. yes. You own half the universe, baby. It's a good thing, right? And so the firm, it's a firm with the same authority, right? Second Corinthians five twenty. Ready, your ambassadors. So we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were speaking and making His appeal through us. Did you hear that? As though God were speaking. What does that mean? That means you're an ambassador. You carry what? You carry, you're an ambassador is a senior sent out representative with governmental authority. Want that again? I know. Fast. A senior sent out representative. With governmental authority. That's you. That's you. Yes. Don't shake your head. No, it's you. I promise you. So we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were making his appeal through us. We, as Christ's representatives, plead with you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. So, what is God doing as an ambassador? He's making an appeal through you. He wants the life and the presence of God to flow through your life to someone else. Why? Pleading with you on behalf of Christ. To what? Be reconciled to God. So the whole mission of the church is what? Reconcile the whole earth. Jesus already did it. I know. But he's going to do the rest of it through you. I know it's already done. He reconciled the whole world to himself. But he's looking for people, mouthpieces, mature sons. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> I got this thing going on. It's okay. It's fine. All that's in God is in Christ. Ready? That's what Colossians says. All that's in God is in Christ and all that's in Christ is in you. Ready? Colossians 2, verse 9 and 10. For in him, all the fullness of deity, the Godhead, dwells in, the bo- in bodily form, completely expressing the divine essence of God. And in him, you have been made complete. Say, you've been made complete. Why? Because all of Jesus Had God in him. All of God was in Jesus, and all of Jesus is now in you. There's no argument with that. It's what the word says. And in him you have been made complete, achieving spiritual stature through Christ. And he's the head and ruler over every angelic and earthly power. So everything on the second heaven and earth is subject to him. End of story. How in the world are we going to do this? No, go to Colossians 1 Because it's very, very clear I just gave you like a bionic Bible study If you just go through all this again it's, You're not leaving with, you know, a donut tonight That's for sure Choking on steak, leaving Maybe a whole prime rib But that's all right It's okay you take it what happens here's what you do if if you're wise you'll go back and you'll go through this stuff right that's wisdom that's how I become a mature son is I go back and I regurgitate everything that was spoken to me and I listen to it again or I read my notes and my scripture references why so that the word gets inside of me what did I say before the word gets inside of you through repetition you deserve a break today So get up and get away From where? To where? Where are you going? <laughs> you know all this stuff, right? I'm telling you, we get so mashed with marketing And we remember all the jingles But the word of God Boy, I probably skipped a generation on that Right? You got it. A couple people are like, where is he? <laughs> right? It's true. How are we going to do this with supernatural power and energy? Simple. How do you get that? People asking questions about the Holy Ghost. Colossians 1 verse 28 we proclaim him warning and instructing everyone in all wisdom there's that word wisdom again how do I get that wisdom I'd open myself up receive right instructing everyone in all wisdom that is with comprehensive insight to the word and the purposes of God how are you going to get that Go back to the first half of the message. Corinthians, right? So that we may present every person complete in Christ, fully mature, trained, and perfect in him, the anointed. Hmm. That means you have the anointing inside of you, right? That's what that means. For this I labor often to the point of exhaustion, Paul said, striving with his power and energy, which is so greatly working in me. Listen, you've been given the Spirit of God inside of you, man. You have endless, limitless power. But God's looking for us to mature, mature, mature in Him through Christ the hope of glory coming and visiting with you. And God's always looking for us to step into another level from glory to glory and from what? Strength to strength. So here's the question, how do I go? Because you can hear all these testimonies of people who've been in ministry that burn out. People burn out. People get so busy and crazy, and they're not living out of the presence, they're not living out of the purposes, they're not living out of the the perfect will of the Father, right? So God needs to give us, every believer, every believer, not just the guys that are here, but every believer, he needs to give supernatural strength, supernatural courage, the abundance of grace. That means grace, the ability, the ability to step and to move into the things. Listen, Every, every mom in this place, right, you got kids, it's work, you need supernatural strength. Every father, every person in this place, to do what you need to do, God's wanting us to live in a place of supernatural. You need to take care of the temple. So what? So that the natural is working with the supernatural. Come on, then you can't, I know there's a guy who's, uh, I think he's 70 years old. He was running all over the place, five, and he's in it. He's in this supernatural strength. And he said, the young guys can't keep up with me because he's living, right? He's living in the presence. And he goes into the third heaven. He goes and God meets with him. And the power and the presence of God is on his life. He doesn't, he lives in really perfect health as a matter of fact he had <laughs> he testified to having uh, you know the scope they scoped his insides and he's like man I don't know what's going on he said but they came back and they said Bobby we don't understand this you have the insides of a 21 of a, a year old the word of the Lord will preserve you right so God is looking for those who become sons, mature sons, mature daughters, living in the, tr- in the fullness of who he is, right? The God of peace will crush sa- Satan over your life if you just let him, right? And so I want to be preserved because it's going to be a great day. Can I go back to what I started with? You haven't seen anything yet. And God wants us to live out of the place of expectation that we haven't seen anything yet. And therefore, we don't, he said, I strive to preach the gospel, right? Paul strived, he he was striving to meet the presence of God. He was striving to be with God. He was striving to live a life that was filled with the might and the strength of God. That's what the striving is. Are you hearing me? And God wants to fill us with all the fullness of God tonight. And He wants to impregnate us with the ability to become more than a conqueror. Is that okay? Grace, can you help me? See, guys, it's the increase of his kingdom. It's the increase of his kingdom coming to visit us. And the Holy Spirit wants to take care of all kinds of places where we don't believe this thing, where we don't believe ourselves to be true sons, where we have an orphan-type mentality somewhere inside of us that we can't get loose of because we constantly go back to it, right? And so he wants to touch any place where you have an orphan place, right? doesn't mean you come up here in condemnation. It means you come up here knowing you need God, right? That God wants to come and meet you at at the place where you're saying, I'm moving in faith, I'm coming forward to just get a touch from you, God, because I want this place totally eradicated in my life. And it's going to come through more than a touch, right? it's going to come through asking the Lord come and fill me show me the word open the word to me I need to memorize I need to emerge myself in the spirit of God I need to emerge myself in the word of God and it's not a bunch of doing it's because you, your heart wants to do those things but when we're not in that place and we leave, we leave ourselves in a place of lethargy like ah I'll do it tomorrow I don't need to get too radical today and I'll wait don't wait, don't delay this is what I'm saying what was that scripture that I just said those who want those who are willing, those who are allowing the spirit of God to come and be with us I want want to allow the spirit of God to come and be in this church all over the place I want to allow the Spirit of God that when I go, and we go and we travel places, because we get, come on, there's invitations. There's more stuff opening up. We're getting open doors. It's a good thing. But here's what I want to do. I want to steward the presence of God. You hear me? And God wants that to just permeate every part of our lives. He wants the fruit of it just to pop up in every single thing. So Father, come up, stand with me, engage. Father, we thank you tonight. I thank you, Lord. I just declare over every person in this place, absolute mature sonship, Lord, that we walk in the place of sons, that we wouldn't be broken, that we wouldn't be at a deficit, that we wouldn't think we're not qualified God I thank you that every person in this place is an heir of God and they're called to do kingdom business they're called to do and walk as Jesus walked so father tonight I ask that you just rest your spirit upon every person in this place that there will be something transformational I declare from heaven to be dropped right now things that couldn't come in the natural Things that couldn't come through even years of study. Lord, let it be dropped now on people, right now. We thank you for the word. We value everything that you've taught us. We thank you, Father, for the word that was even spoken tonight. We receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. And maybe you just need to say that to the Lord. I receive, God, the spirit of sonship on my life. I receive, God, all of you and all of who you are. I receive being an heir tonight, that I live in the place of that, that I have lived, I'm going to live out of the inheritance that's been given to me. I don't have to find it, and I'm not going to squander it, and Lord, we thank you for that tonight, and I ask that you just bless people, Lord, that the Spirit of God would come and change us from glory to glory tonight, and from strength to strength tonight, and we wouldn't lack one thing. I thank you that Colossians tells us that truth. That all was given to Christ. All of the who you were were given to Christ. And all the rest of it was given from Christ to us. There's no question. There's no doubt. And so we break out in unbelief right now. And we bless you, Father. And we worship you in Jesus' name tonight. And we thank you.